Hey, Cam. Hey, Jen. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy, too. We've, we're going to about to meet someone pretty awesome I today. I know. I can't wait. Stephanie I, Griffin. I made so many financial mistakes with my taxes. I got audited twice. Oh, yeah, my gosh. In my 20s, and it was a miserable, miserable experience. So, you know, this is going to hopefully help somebody to not have that experience. Oh, yeah. Right? No, she is by far the best tax accountant I have ever met. So happy. Me too. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> me too. Tell me something about you while we wait. What have you been up to? Well, funny story. Okay. Um, I like funny stories. <laughs> you know, I, I like to preface it with yes. that. Um, I went to a restaurant the other day and I ordered okay. food. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden it occurred to me that in LA, hmm. I'm not crazy because mm-hmm. when I order food and I substitute everything that's on the menu. Oh, you're allowed to. You're allowed LA. to. Right. It's celebrated. Right. Everybody does it. Right. It's right. the thing to do. It kind of is. It's okay. It's okay. Somewhere a waiter is hating us. They're hating us, but I think they do it as well. <laughs> you do? I do. So yeah. you can try any new you diet. You can be a vegan. You can be. Paleo. You can whatever you want to be. Keto. Keto. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Is I don't know. One? I can't keep up. There's so many. Yay for changing your order. (laughs) How old were you when you moved to L.A.? I was 23 years young. I was a baby. (laughs) Where did you move from? I uh, grew up in Virginia, but I moved from Wilmington, North Carolina. Did you know anyone when you first moved to L.A.? I knew two people when I moved here. How much money did you have? I think I had negative money. (laughs) Negative money. (laughs) I owed money. I was in debt. Me too. Um, Where did you live when you first got here? What part of town? I lived in the Quanga Pass, uh, just near Barham and Mm -hmm. Universal City. Yeah, sure. By the bowl. Yep. Um, What was your first job in L.A.? I worked as a cocktail server at B.B. King's Blues Club in Universal Studios. Wow. City Walk. That's cool. Yeah. Um, What was your initial impression of L.A.? I was enthralled uh-huh i was just it was my i first saw los angeles and it it was everything that i wanted it to be oh i love I was, that i came here how long of living in la before you started to feel like it was home hmm months Probably years years for years, sure yeah. i would say like solidly five years yeah that's yeah. A, that was about the same for me yeah. yeah and if you had to sum la up in one word what would that one word be hmm Overwhelming. Overwhelming, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I agree. I totally agree. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are so excited to have Stephanie Griffin on the show today. Thanks for being here. Um, Stephanie is a tax accountant, has been doing it for a really long time, was an actress first. So we feel really lucky because she can share with us sort of a you know specialized version of of being an actor and taxes and saving money and all that good stuff so um thank you for being yes, here welcome so Pleasure. excited to have We're you so excited yeah <laughs> this is a subject where i have suffered a lot so oh i'm God. really I think a lot of people do yeah i'd love to start by asking you um if i could you know i think people that don't live in los angeles the impression is that it's such an expensive city um do you think it's a really expensive city? I think it's incredibly expensive. Yeah, it's really, really expensive, and um, and it's, you know, especially for people that are just starting out in the entertainment industry, yeah. it's hard to like balance that. I have to pay my bills and also want to, you know, pursue my art. Right. So I find that it's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, w- like 
if you this is kind of jumping right in, but if you if somebody was saying they were going to move here, so just mm-hmm. kind of starting with people that you know live elsewhere, what ish would you suggest? Like how set up do you think they should be financially before they come? That is a really good question because I was not. Me neither. Um, <laughs> neither was I. I, yeah. I mean, I think that if if it's possible mm-hmm. to have maybe at least a couple of months, you know, savings. I haven't been in the in the job market. Yeah. And so long that it's hard for me to understand exactly what the challenge would be for somebody to first come here and get sort of a survival job. But I'm guessing it's probably pretty tough uh-huh. um, and it's probably getting harder. So have like, you know, a couple months savings, maybe. Yeah. Just yeah. Meaning can... like a couple months rent. Yeah. A, some sort of transportation. Exactly. Oh, definitely transportation. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh, it's uh-huh. critical to have a car in this city. Uh-huh. Well, no, with Lyft and Uber. With I Lyft guess. and Uber, yeah, things yeah, are changing. Yeah, I know we changing. always say that too, yeah. but I'm showing um, my age. Yeah, same. <laughs> I know. I know. Because when we came, it was there was you had to have a car. Period. And a Thomas Guide. Yeah, and a Thomas Guide. <laughs> oh, I've heard. She of doesn't Thomas know about guide. Thomas oh, Guide over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. I know the Thomas Guide. Oh, Thomas those guide damn Thomas Guides. How many freeways did you sit on the side of, staring at those maps, <sighs> oh, trying to gosh. figure out what the hell? I, so crazy. I yeah. remember that was that's one I have like. I think PTSD. Same here. I mean, I remember being lost constantly when I moved here. Right. I did not have the Thomas Guide, but I did have Google Maps that I would print out. Mm-hmm. Right. You were sort of, of like, in the in between. I was in the in between right. when everything was because there wasn't the, happening. Right. You couldn't waste things yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just was constantly <laughs> lost and overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is overwhelming. So that's great. So a few months of living rent yes yeah i think so yeah i i agree with you to, to give yourself some time to get a job and and kind of figure things out exactly yeah and a lot of a lot of places ask for first yeah, month first and last month, month yes. and, exactly yeah so i to- think the first year when you move to la is really like the year where you're getting yourself set up financially mm. like it, it just to give yourself that time frame of just being like all right i have a year to kind of dabble, figure things out, get right. that job in place, mm-hmm. figure out how taxes work <laughs> exactly. with all the multiple jobs that you end up getting True. Yeah. as an actor in L.A. Yeah. So do you I, see that a lot of actors with a lot of different streams of income? Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's got like side hustle, side hustle after side hustle just to kind of make ends meet and also put yourself in a position where you can pursue a career center. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing, too, is like you have to have the job that's going to be flexible enough for you to get that last month, you know, go to that last Yeah, right. That was the hardest part for me. Sorry. No, that's okay. That was when I was balancing it and also being okay with that. Right. To be like, you know what? I'm going to have four or five jobs right now. Yeah. And they're all cobbled together. They're all at different times of maybe the month. Like maybe I'll have this one for three months and then I'll jump on to something else in like another month. And um. And it's hard to explain to people that aren't in the industry and pursuing that big those that career, yep. the actor exactly. career. What are what are a lot of the side hustles that you see? Oh my like that your gosh. clients have so many things. Well, a lot of people speaking of Lyft and Uber, a lot of people have done that. Oh, a lot of sure. Drivers. Yeah. Um nannying mm-hmm. is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, waiting tables, tried mm-hmm. true, actor job. <laughs> totally. Um, tons of those. Um some people work as, um, you know, they'll, they'll work for a company that's in the entertainment industry, even if, 
you know, it's sort of like an administrative position, like a secretary or right. front desk staff or whatever. Right. That and and those kinds of companies seem to be a little bit more understanding, maybe in the actor life. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough. I'm it's, trying to think of all the jobs that I had. Personal <laughs> assistant, personal yeah, assistant, yeah. yes, assistant. that's for sure. one that a lot of actors do. Dog walker, dog. oh, dog walker for sure. <laughs> yeah, yep. I know. And those are these are things I did. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Are there so when you when 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 actors come to you? Yes, you work with actors mostly. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and you're awesome. I happen to know personally. Thank you <laughs> very much. Um, when when actors come to you, are they how are they bringing to all this information to you, and what is the kind of things that they need to have in their head in terms of write-offs and kind of that sort of thing right. as they are cobbling together all these different jobs? Well, I think the the to start off, the yeah. most important thing is to remember that, you know, acting or being in the entertainment industry at all, it is a business and mm-hmm. you have to approach it as such and be organized and, you know, in everything that you do, not mm-hmm. just it's not just going to auditions and, and, you know, working on set or whatever. It's also your finances are critical. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you, the, the company that I work with, they provide a framework for you to put together your um, deductions. It's, you know, a, you can call it a tax packet or a tax booklet or whatever. Um, so that gives you an opportunity to go through your information and put it together in a way that's helpful for me. Um, I think most accountants work that way. They hope that you don't bring a pile a of box. stuff in a box and <laughs> hand it to me because I'll shake my head and send you on your way. Um, you have to you have to approach it professionally. Um, so uh, as far as like, you know, what's deductible or obviously yeah. that that things change. Um, you know, the current uh, administration, the current rules changed um, earlier this year. And so um, right now, uh, you're not able to deduct anything against W-2 income. I hope that's not a giant surprise for people <laughs> coming up on tax yeah. season here. Um, but there's no deductions allowed against W-2 income for anybody, not just people in the entertainment industry. It's just any industry at all. Um, and most actors are W-2 income. Correct. Yeah. Okay. There are some 1099 jobs though like there's still some print can you just that are quickly tell sure i was difference. just gonna say yeah, yeah do yes. you mind so a 1099 if you get if you receive a 1099 that means you're an independent contractor you are considered self-employed you have your own business typically okay. and, and you know this kind of goes back to what i was saying about treating it like your own business how it's important um the government sees you as being as having your own business if you get a 1099 and what that means is you're paid a flat rate um, or an ongoing rate mm-hmm. where there's no taxes withheld. And so you're responsible for all of the taxes um, on those types of jobs. What are some examples of a 1099 job? Um, in the entertainment industry, typically it would be if you're working on a crew for um, maybe a non-union job, uh, okay. or if you're working as an actor in a non-union job, sometimes you're not working pay. for a studio. Correct. Okay. So they will pay you, they'll say, okay, come and do my movie, you're cast in this part, yay, <laughs> and we're going to give you $100 a day, mm-hmm. um, and you work for a week, and so you make, you know... or maybe work for two weeks, $1,000, whatever it is. And if you do that, then they're going to give you a tax document that's called a 1099 at the end of the year showing how much they paid you. Um, The difference, the the other way that you uh, are paid is as an employee and you have a W-2, which is typical of most 
jobs yeah. where you have Social Security, Medicare, and all the um, mandatory taxes withheld, as well as federal and California withholding that goes towards your tax liability on your tax return. Got Does it. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Well, and 1099 is a lot. It's, it's Usually you get it for freelance, right? That's more Correct. of a... So you could think of it in, in those terms, too. It's almost like doing a non-union job is usually kind of more of a freelance opportunity sure. because the, the pay is not equivalent to something you would be getting at the studio. Well, and what's it, that's true. I mean, I think what's interesting, you know, just to kind of like go on a little bit of a tangent mm -hmm. is um, in talking, thinking about, you know, acting as a business, you really are freelance all the time unless mm -hmm. you're like on a series. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go from guest star to co-star to whatever, you know, recurring or, and you're always hustling for the next job. So I think you should always think of everything as being... I mean, even if you're on a series, even if you're a series regular, yeah, it's going to end. It's going to end yeah. and you're going to be going for the next thing. So, but yes, 1099s typically are yeah. considered like freelance, self-employed. And what about um, those other jobs you were talking about? I assume restaurant is W-2 because you're... But then I would think I've seen dog walker. For restaurants. Really? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. And tips. Tips. They usually show up on your W-2. Oh, they do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my restaurant didn't tell me that. Well, my first well, go round, wow. <laughs> they were a little shady about that, and oh, I did no. not realize. So, guys, be aware. Yeah, yeah. But then, like dog walker, babysitter, that's ten ninety nine, I assume. Well, yes and or no. Or under the table. Well, <laughs> okay. So the rule is, yeah. <laughs> the rule is that yeah. any cash income that you receive that you don't get a ten ninety nine for, you're supposed to report. Okay. So, and especially if that's your main gig. Yeah, it's going to look pretty funny on your tax return if you know your main gig where you've made thirty thousand dollars, you don't report you nothing, and then you have uh, you know maybe a guest star role yeah. of a couple thousand dollars, and you have one W two. <laughs> like, so how did you live? It's, exactly, yeah. that's the thing. And yeah. sometimes when people bring me things, I'm like, gosh, you know, how did you live? Because the IRS is going to ask, and sometimes they yeah. have a legitimate answer, like, oh, my parents are helping me out right now. Yeah. I have savings, or do you have to you declare know, that? No. Your parents helping you, you no. don't have to declare. Well, no. Up to a certain point. There's the, the mm -hmm. rule, uh, there's a mm -hmm. threshold for gifts, but it has nothing to do with you as the recipient. It's if, them. It's them, yes. So oh. if they if they give you more than the yearly allowed maximum for a gift, yeah. then they should file a gift tax return. But it's, you know. That's we won't worry other, about that today. That's a whole okay. other thing. Because it doesn't have anything to do with the recipient. It's the giver gotcha. that has to deal with that. So. Gotcha. So okay. you're good if you're getting it. You're good if you're getting it. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I think that's a that's an interesting question because mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the question I just asked is an interesting question. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's um, you know, so many of us do have help from our parents when we first come to right. LA. It's sort of the sad truth. I, I mean, a sad truth in that it's a very hard move to make here. It's and, tough. And listen, those that do it without any help from their parents, like amazing good job you know more power to you but i think many of us uh get a little help in the beginning because it's, it's hard. I, you know to to i've been to places in the country where you know people are like move to la and set up my life are you kidding me <laughs> like it's yeah. not even on some people's you know radar as a possibility right. so no shame if you need a little help from and that's the folks, what right? most actors are doing they're coming to a place and completely setting right. up a new life, right? Which is an In a business amount of where work. there's no no guarantee, guarantee, no guarantee. yeah. Exactly. So that's great. Um, I'd love to ask you. You know, we had a guest on the show recently who said, um, Roy, who said, 
something that he's really noticed about LA is that you can you can have kind of the exact same lifestyle and it can cost you thirty thousand dollars more or thirty thousand dollars less like thirty like meaning if you sort of figure out like the tricks of LA like mm. you know like I don't know. I guess I, I'm not even really sure what my question is other than <laughs> um, Great. like, do you do you see actors where you're like, oh, God, you spent so much money and you didn't have to or the opposite? Like, wow, you didn't spend much good for you. Like, are there are there uh, patterns like that? I mean, I think that there are I think that. I have kind of have two two answers yeah. to your question. Um, yes, there are ways to go about um, being more frugal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people that you know they work for their acting teacher, and mm-hmm. so they get free That's acting tough. classes because they've done either they're you know part of whatever kind of framework the acting teachers put together for their studio to help keep that running. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one. I know a lot of people that that save money doing that. That's um, good thinking right there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, acting teachers ain't cheap. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty critical to have somebody that can like be good it's good feedback yeah. for you too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, trying to think, I, I, you know, I think. You know where you live. You mm-hmm. can choose, you know, where and how you live, and um, that can be obviously a huge, that's a big one for huge sure. money saver. Like yeah. I don't need to live in. I've li- always lived in the valley, pretty much, yeah. except for my one little, my brief moment in the yeah. Cuenca Pass, which is kind of the valley too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I've always lived in the valley, and it's cheap and hot. But there's parking. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> that um, is true. There's parking. The parking but, is awesome. But um. But as far as like, you know, when you have some success, this was kind of the other tangential part of my answer is um, don't act, don't think that that is going to be continuing. Live like good. Live like that is like your only thing and sock that money away because it's going to end. Even if you're on a series. Yeah. Um, Have you seen a lot of that? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It, 100%. Like people that are making hundreds of thousands and then suddenly are making nothing. Right. Yeah. And it is, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I used to think when I first moved here, when I was a baby of 23, mm-hmm. that like that was the end all be all too. Yeah. You know, you, you get on a series and that's it. You're you're going to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and no, <laughs> and it's not true. It's not true, especially yeah. with no. how much media there is now meaning you can get on a tv show and then for the next 20 years not be on a tv show is that what you mean yeah yeah. exactly so just save your money live the same at least for a little while live the same lifestyle that you've been living yeah cheaply save your money yeah so Uh, yeah i mean it i think it's in every avenue in the industry too or every part of the profession it just it's it really is it's it's like a your life can change tomorrow. Yep. For with, better or for, for worse. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And, it's true. and you can have so much money. And I think I think that's actually something interesting to talk about too, is just people's relationship with money. Like when oh, you boy. receive yeah. this huge amount of money that you're not used to having. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and this and also like this it can be it could be related to fame. It could not be related to fame. Right. So most of the time it usually is if it's an you're an actor. But that kind of sort of dealing with that newfound recognition from people and then this yeah. like money that you're just like what do i what do i do yeah, yeah. what do i do with that and and how high are the taxes going to be on all that money because oh right it's a big 
that is a big, um, you know, rude awakening for a lot of people where they're used to making forty or fifty thousand dollars a year with their cobbled together jobs to be able to survive in LA or less. Right. <laughs> um, and then suddenly they're making a few hundred thousand dollars, and they're like, "What do you mean I have to give half of that to taxes? I thought that yeah. it was going to be kind of the same percentage that I was used to before." Yeah. And that's sort of something that you have to look at that taxes are. Um, it's a. Uh, a you know, a Gradual, graduated yeah. um, rate. So the first ten thousand dollars is taxed at ten percent, but then from ten thousand to thirty thousand is taxed at fifteen percent. And these are not actual numbers. What's the highest ish? High around thirty six percent, I think, right now. So 30, if you're thirty five to forty percent, if you're making that's only federal though. That's okay. not including California. Well, mm -hmm. So if you're if you're lucky enough to land on a series. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, like, you're going to, like, you do the math and you're going to make $200,000 mm -hmm. that year mm -hmm. in your head. Or if you're a writer and you are lucky mm -hmm. enough to sell a script for $150,000 or $200,000, one of those huge numbers, in your mind, you should immediately think it's not $200,000. Nope. It's what, like a hundred and not even a hundred. Not even because if you once you, you get the two hundred, well, think about it this way: yeah, yeah. You get the two hundred, you probably have an agent, maybe you have a manager, okay. maybe you have an attorney, so that's and that's like twenty five percent. Yeah, right ten there. to twenty five percent gone, and you have to um, you depending on how you're set up, and maybe we can talk about yeah. that next. Is like how do you set yourself up for success? Yeah, um, it, you know, like at least half after at least half. Yeah, yeah. I'd say at least half, not including the, depending on how you're earning your money, not including the, the commissions that you have to pay. Yeah. So that's a really, I mean, I know yeah. so many of us are probably thinking I'm willing to have that problem. Like give Absolutely. me the $200,000. I'll deal with that. But I, I do think that's a really good because I know from living in LA for 25 years, I'm sure you feel this way. I know, mm. I know I can tell from what you're saying <laughs> that you know this. And, and even if you haven't lived here or you don't have the personal stories of watching people go from you know, the top kind of two struggling in a small apartment. Right. You just read stories about movie stars. I mean, there yeah. are there are so many examples of people. And I know that people in the rest of the world go, how does that happen? Like, how was that person mm -hmm. famous for 15 years? And now right. they're it's expensive broke? to be famous. But yeah, <laughs> right. So but it's think, like a, it's a lot. It's a lot of upkeep. I mean, yeah. you're constantly trying to get the next job. Yeah. Even if you're, unless you're Julia Roberts or somebody that's of that upper echelon. For sure. But even that, she could probably true. find a way to go broke if she wasn't true. smart about it. True. You know? Yeah. True, true, yeah. true. That's really, that's really helpful. Live, I love what you say, like, live the way you've been living, even if you start making more money. Absolutely. Like, just try to maintain. Sock it away, because you don't know yeah. when the slow time is going to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like that was hard for me to wrap my brain around. Yeah. When I thought about a career as an actor was like, how does it financially work with the ups and downs? Mm -hmm. And then realistically, when you are a new actor starting out, you're not you. I mean, most likely except for the lucky few mm -hmm. might land a series regular. Right. Mm -hmm. But most of the time you are doing those beginning co-star guest star jobs and they don't pay enough. Mm -hmm. for oh, no. And and a great year could be booking one, it could be getting right. into a bunch of rooms that you've been wanting to get into and right. they like you and you know it's it's going to come, but it hasn't happened for that year. So you haven't made the money, but but that's you're still making huge strides in your career. Right. Yeah. But the financial aspect of it isn't there yet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
So how would you, what would you say to financially prepare yourself? You had mentioned like, oh yes, that's a good thing to talk about. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, as I said before, like treat your career, you know, like, like it's your own little business mm -hmm. and um, be really diligent about keeping track of all of your expenses. And when I say expenses in general, I can say the IRS rule is anything that's ordinary and necessary to your business is what it would be a deduction. Um, ordinary and necessary ordinary to and necessary. your business. Okay. That is the, those are the headshots. Correct. Okay. Real. Definitely headshots. You're real. real. Um, probably need a cell phone. At least a portion of it is oh, probably okay. something you would use for business. M mileage. Gas. Mileage. Going to, auditions. To, going to auditions. Exactly. Um, these are all write-offable things? Is that these what are all deductible, deductible in general. Okay. In general. It changes. It changes. Okay. Um, so, uh, you and know. You, and be organized. That's what you're saying about keeping track. You know, one thing that I always, that I like to tell people to do if they're able to do it is Get one credit card and use that for just your business expenses so that at the mm. end of the year, you only have to look at one place if oh, you can. Oh, that's good. You know, like yeah. for those headshots, if you can pay with a credit card, great. Yeah. And most of us are like early on going into yeah. debt to do all these things anyway. Yeah. So probably paying with a credit card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Um, or, you know, just be very diligent about, um, you know, you can, another easy way to keep track of things, and you should keep all of your receipts, by the way. You is just to make an, an envelope for each okay, each category. Good. So okay, so my all of my um, advertising, which would be headshots or your reel or whatever it is you're paying for these days, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> put that in a in an envelope. Put those receipts in that envelope that, that has advertising on the front. And then the next one would be business meals. So say you take your manager out, or you mm -hmm. take your agent out, or you go and you work with your scene partner, um, and you go and have a meal together. Um, put those receipts in the meals bucket and the meals envelope. Mm -hmm. And so that at the end of the year, you take your envelopes, you add all your things together and then you're done. You're nice. Now, <laughs> when you say receipts, yes. does, can that just be like your bank statement or does it mean actual mm -hmm. receipts? It is better to keep the actual receipt. Really? For sure. Okay. However, I have seen the IRS accept a statement as well, but it is always better to keep a hard copy of a receipt or okay. take a picture, scan it if you're yeah, yeah. into that kind of thing. Yeah. Can the envelopes be Quicken or QuickBooks, or is it better to have... But the, you're saying it's better to have the hard copy receipts, so you want yes. both. You do that, and you itemize maybe in Quicken or QuickBooks or something Correct. like that. Correct. Okay. I, I mean, yes, if mm -hmm. you have the wherewithal to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm try, I try and keep it as simple as possible yeah, for people. Yeah, I like that. But Quicken and QuickBooks is... Yeah, that's what I use every day. Yeah. QuickBooks is I mean, I use it, too. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. I, I like that it YNAB. organizes. And you what? I use YNAB. Oh you yeah, I've, I've heard that, like that, that one, one too. too. Or Mint, or, or Mint, there's yeah. a million other ones, and a lot of ones on your phone and yeah. things now that there's so many now. Um, but the gold standard really is QuickBooks. Um, <laughs> we're already getting that we're close to time. Oh, it always goes so fast. I know. I'd love to ask one thing that I really wanted to make sure. <laughs> yes, I ask, yeah. which is. I have never been smart enough to do my own taxes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, Good question. Thanks. Um, is it something that you think, you know, obviously you can do it. So for you, it, it I'm sure seems easier than it might to some of us. But um, do you think that I've always thought that having an accountant do it for me? I mean, maybe this is just what I tell myself because I'm too lazy and scared to do it <laughs> myself, but that they're going to know more tricks for lack of a better word meaning you're going to know the rules and all of that where you'll probably end up saving me more money than if i were to do it myself i mean if you if you were speaking to a group of 20 actors which you are um or more um would you say yeah learn how to do it yourself save yourself the 200 300 bucks that an accountant 
you know, or would you say, no, you'll probably save more money? I think it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. You have to be very delicate, uh, diligent mm -hmm. and dedicated in keeping track of all your things and putting things together. And I think you kind of also have to have a mind for um, how things go together on a tax return because it does look kind of intimidating. I mean, I think mm -hmm. the tax yeah. return does look intimidating. It's not. It's really not. Yes, um, it is. But, it's, <laughs> you know, and I... You know, accounting is my second career, so I didn't always know how to, I didn't like yeah, right. come out at, you know, you out of college out. Yeah. knowing how to do taxes. I had an accountant that did my taxes. Yeah. So I think that it's possible. Um, and I try and educate people when they come to me and yeah. help them understand exactly what I'm doing. And I will tell them, hey, listen, you really can go do this yourself because of your circumstance, it's actually easiest, you know, for you. Yeah. But my biggest piece of advice would be really, really you know, if you don't have an accountant that can explain it to you, educate yourself, understand what yeah. it is that is, is, and there's a lot of resources um, where you can find out what is deductible, what's not deductible. Um, it's probably not that hard to figure it out and at least do that part of it yourself. Um, so, yeah, that's great. And the that's more good. work you do, whether you're going to see an accountant or you're doing it on your own, the more you look at those finances, the more you will be able to find those deductions. Absolutely. Yeah. And you will be able to save that oh, money. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the thing is the sa saving money part is really keeping good track of things. Yeah. That's where uh, I think people, I think people like lose, you know, deductions because they're lazy. Like, oh, I didn't keep track of yeah. my mileage. So I'll just guess yeah. and I'll guess low. Because yeah. if I get audited, I'm going to have to come up with a mileage log. So, <laughs> so being organized saves money. Absolutely. hundred percent. Damn it. <laughs> we start this year over. <laughs> it's not too late. You have two months. So I would say that would be maybe the number one financial mistake people make. Absolutely. Not being, being organized. And not being organized. I 100% yeah. agree. You know? Wow. And it's, I think if, you know, for those of you that find this conversation intimidating or, or, that overwhelming. Make, or overwhelming, <laughs> where you want to go into your bed and put the covers over, <laughs> I will give you another way of thinking about it where it, it is kind of like, if you're thinking about this as your business, right? It's mm. a, you're running your business. That's an exciting place to be. It's empowering. Yeah. It's empowering. You're the CEO Absolutely. of of you. That's right. Yeah. So get to it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this has been amazing. Thank I can't you. believe we're out of time. I, I could ask you a million more questions. Um, we always like to end the show with an LAism. This is a word that we have made up. Mm -hmm. um, we're really proud of our made up word, <laughs> um, LAism, which is basically something that. Uh, you have noticed is unique to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when I first moved here, the street names mm -hmm. were like impossible to pronounce. Like, oh, I couldn't figure them out. Sepulveda. 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 I still do right. that. Yes. Yeah. Sepulveda. Yeah. And, and this, even like the, the Los, 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 Los Feliz. Poinsettia. Poinsettia. Yes. Um, right. Uh, oh, what's the one over in Beverly Hills that I'm not thinking of by the mall, by the Beverly Center? There's the cannon and the canyon. There, that little cannon. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Camden. Um, cannon. <laughs> you're right. It's like you you kind of know if somebody's a local or not by by whether or not they can it's pronounce true. some of the street names. Or the 101. The right. That we put the the before all oh, the that's freeways. That's true. We do. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. The 101. Yeah. I take the 101 I'm to the Well, because they probably do it in Northern too. It's a California thing. Is that a California uh, maybe. thing? Yeah, that's really... she's from Northern Cal. So I know when I came here, I thought, why is everybody calling it the something? And now I can't stop. I know. I go back yeah. to I know, Virginia. Same here, yeah. in the same way. The <laughs> so Route 9. I know, me too. That's really funny. That's a great one. Thank you for being My here. My pleasure. We really appreciate it. This has helped me a lot. I'm going to oh, so go much. home and get organized. I know. <laughs> Take your envelopes. 
I yeah. feel a burst of inspiration. I know, me too. Thank Thanks, you. Stephanie. My pleasure. Great. Really great. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA, the podcast. We know you have big actor dreams, and we really want to help you. For more insider tips on the LA film and TV industry, go to ispeakla.com and subscribe today. And of course, look for us at all the regular places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time.